We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, I, I don't know how the rest of the show is going to be any better than the first hour of the program. I kind of feel like anything from here on is going to be a letdown. Uh, coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, we're going to rerun in its entirety the interview with Jay Withy, 27 years old, of Kenmore, New York, who selflessly saved 24 souls from the blizzard of 22. Left some notes in the school to say exactly what was used and what was taken. Now, he's 27 years old. He, he didn't want to get jammed up. He, but he did want to explain why he did what he did, and there's not a chance uh, in the world that uh, Chictawaga PD were ever going to charge this guy. They want to meet this guy to shake his hand and to thank him for everything that he did. Now, the uh, Carnegie Hero Award, I put a link up to the Bowerly and WBEN Facebook page. Uh, it is given to civilian heroes. The Carnegie Hero Fund awards the Carnegie Medal to individuals in the United States and Canada who risk death or serious physical injury to an extraordinary degree, saving or attempting to save the lives of others. And I don't think anybody will argue that Jay Withy is absolutely deserving of the Carnegie Award. This is a guy who went house to house trying to find shelter for himself. He couldn't find it. Eventually, he broke into the Pine Ridge School. And despite great difficulty in walking himself, snow practically up to his waist. And if you walked through that snow, it was not easy snow to walk through. It wasn't fluffy snow. It was hard snow. And he saved 24 human lives. Now, our death toll from this storm, and I talked about this during the storm, I had grave fears that it was going to be a lot more than what we might expect if you use the blizzard of 77 as a metric in terms of death. Um, it would have been plus 24 more in all probability had it not been for the extraordinary superhuman efforts of Jay Withy, and for a man of 27 years, the wisdom that he exhibited, the bravery that he showed, the compassion and kindness that everybody heard who listened to the interview with him on this radio show in the past hour just speaks loud and clear like a clarion call of human decency and respect and I'll tell you something, there are some people with um, Chictawaga PD who are just, they, 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 this man, they know how extraordinary uh, Jay Withy is. Believe me, they do. And uh, if you go to the CarnegieHero.org website, you can nominate Jay Withy 
um, for an award. I certainly hope the Cheektowaga supervisor and every member of the council and the uh, brass of the PD, I hope they will all stress to the Carnegie Hero Fund people exactly what he did. He put himself at risk of death. He put himself at risk of hypothermia, all to save the lives of 24 people who were strangers before he rescued them and now are like a little family. And it was just so amazing to talk with an individual like that. I couldn't really tell how old he was from the photograph from the surveillance camera that the Chicktawaga PD had posted on Facebook. When he said 27, you could have knocked me over with a feather. 27 years old. And when you think about all of the things that had to come together for this to be a successful operation, he's a mechanic. He is a mechanic, and he knew how mechanics thought. He knew where he would probably find gas. He knew how to start the John Deere snowblower, which is a very good machine. He knew how to start it. He didn't go into details. Thank you very much, Jay. We appreciate that. He figured out how to jimmy open the rolling uh, metal door to get people food. Um, What he did, his skill set was perfect for the situation at hand. He knew how to use chains and the snowblower to get people's cars out so that they would be able to get on their way home and the road would be able to be plowed with greater expediency. Um, Jay Withy is just an amazing human being. He didn't get paid to be a first responder. He did it as a volunteer concerned about saving other people. And by the way, that's not a shot at first responders in the least. Um, You people in the first responder uh, field profession, um, you did extraordinary work. And what you would tell me, because I know you, is, well, that's our job. That's our duty. That's what we get paid to do. And Jay Withy doesn't get paid to do that. He did it because he is a caring human being. And I am just uh, blown away by that conversation with that young man. And uh, Jay Withy deserves some serious, serious recognition for what he did, walking through waist-deep snow. And in the early part of the interview, you heard him talking about how difficult it was to breathe. It was a little bit easier because the construction company Beanie, which he found in his truck, he was able to fold it down and cut holes with the scissors Um, to make eye holes for himself, and then he had a face mask, which did help to some degree the uh, breathing situation. So um, I I just, I really don't have the words uh, to describe the heroism, the selflessness, the dedication, the unrivaled courage uh, of that man. And if there was a Civilian Medal of Honor, Jay Withy should win or be awarded the Civilian Medal of Honor. Now, the closest I think we have is the uh, Congressional or Presidential Freedom Medal, if I'm not mistaken. But the Carnegie Hero Fund Commission, this is exactly the kind of deed for which they look. And I think that Jay Withy has a pretty good shot uh, if enough people um, recommend him for that award. And he's the kind of guy who always tries to do the right thing, and it is humbling for him to be recognized for it. And it certainly is, uh, 
Um, it, it certainly, I, I think, uh, I, I think, I think it would just be a great thing for for Jay. And I wouldn't say it if he didn't deserve it. He he deserves this. The Carnegie Hero Fund awards the Carnegie Medal to individuals in the United States and Canada who risk death or serious physical injury to an extraordinary degree, saving or attempting to save the lives of others. This situation fits those criteria exactly. And if you scroll down the page that I posted on Bowerly and WBEN's Facebook page, uh, you will see uh, the way for you to uh, nominate Mr. Withy for the Carnegie Hero Fund Award. Um, just, you know, we, we took a call a few weeks ago from a lady who described what it was like to survive a heart attack and basically to die and be defibrillated back to life. And that is the single greatest call that I've ever taken unsolicited um, on the air. Jay is right up there in the same echelon as that call from Susan. The only difference is I was tipped off to Jay's uh, name and number prior to coming on the air, about an hour before coming on the air, and had to familiarize myself with some of the aspects uh, of his story, sought him out, so he was a guest um, on the program. But I, I just, uh, folks, I, I don't have the words. I, I just am dazzled by what this young man did. So if you know Jay Withy, 27 years old of Kenmore, you know a real living, breathing hero. I just don't know what to say. Just an amazing story. I'm also amazed to find out that somebody was able to get submarine sandwiches from a store that actually had stayed open because uh, it's hard enough to find gas, much less submarine sandwiches. Anyway, uh, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. You know, uh, we, we kind of got sidetracked a little bit yesterday uh, with the remarks between the county executive and the mayor. The county executive has apologized. Um, I accept the apology. I don't know about you. I accept the apology um, because if I ever do something that is not very swift, I'm going to apologize, and I would like you to forgive me as well as um, I would forgive Mark Polinkars. So, yeah, I forgive Mark Polinkars for his outburst. Um, exhaustion and frustration seem to take place in a lot of places yesterday, including allegedly the highway department in the town of Chictawaga, um, a Zoom call between Mark Polinkars and various town leaders where Brian Culpa, the Amherst supervisor, apparently signed off in a huff because he didn't get his way on cars uh, getting getting uh, being gotten out of ECC North. Uh, of course, uh, Polinkars and Brown, that situation. So it, it, it's almost like Wednesday was meltdown day. It was the breaking point for a lot of people. Also recognized, too, in fairness to everybody, that since Friday morning, a lot of people have been going on very little sleep and have had to make uh, a lot of decisions uh, involving life-or-death situations and triaging calls that, uh, that come in. So uh, um, I, I, in such situations, every human being has limits of endurance. Every human being has a breaking point. And I think yesterday was the breaking point uh, for some people. Uh, just a little behind-the-scenes story. Uh, here at the radio station, we were very aware um, those of us who were on the air, those of us who were working behind the scenes, 
we were very aware that what we were doing was important, and we were very aware of making sure that everybody's morale was kept up and very aware of everybody's fatigue factor and not wanting to overwork people and making sure that we all pulled our fair share of the weight. And as it turned out, um, it was absolutely an extraordinary experience. I, I've told you for the past couple of days that what Jimmy Stelliano has said is absolutely felt by each and every person who took part in our Blizzard of 22 coverage on WBEN, and that is that the Christmas of 22 was by far the most rewarding Christmas of our lives. It was. Our only regret is that we, and it's a big regret, is that we were unable to do more, that we were unable to make sure everyone got saved. Yeah, maybe some people weren't listening to this radio station. Maybe some people tried to get through, but their cell phones died. Maybe they'd called 911 and decided to use us as a backup, and maybe at that point their phones died. Uh, we're, we're never going to know. But it was very, very rewarding. And that's one of the reasons I asked the question of Jay Withy, what did Christmas mean before and what does it mean now? And like the rest of us, and I'm sure the first responders as well, um, Christmas has a totally different meaning now. And I think will for the rest of my life, for the rest of our lives, everybody who is part of any kind of storm coverage or storm rescue operation, every Christmas Eve, you're going to remember what you were doing. Every Christmas Day, you're going to remember what you were doing. And despite the horrible death toll, the blizzard of 22 has left, and we're not done counting by any means. Despite that toll, despite the looting scumbags, there was a lot of good that took place. Now, I mentioned earlier that yesterday we kind of got sidetracked by all of the, uh, you know, the stuff between Byron Brown and Mark Poland cars. But one of the things that I want to do is I want to hear what happened to you in the blizzard of 2022. What happened to you? What is your blizzard story? Josh Schmidt's blizzard story is... Josh lives like 36 miles from the radio station in the in the hinterlands, okay? And he got up so early in the morning. He was up at 8 a.m. Keep in mind, he doesn't get home till midnight. He was up at 8 o'clock in the morning. He desperately wanted to come into work, but he could not safely do so. And there was no way we're going to make anybody come into work in unsafe conditions. No thank you. Uh, I've been down that road before of losing a coworker doing a job in unsafe conditions. I never wish to go down that road again. So Josh has nothing about which to be ashamed whatsoever. But there's going to come a point when the acute sadness of the losses that so many people are feeling right now fade and become more of a chronic sense of loss. And I'm sure in five or ten years You'll be hearing the topic on this radio station. So your blizzard of 22 stories, like we often have done your blizzard of 77 stories. We all have stories of what we did during the blizzard of 2022. And it's also important, I'd like to keep a list here of what you learned 
from the blizzard of 2022. What did you personally learn that you should have to survive the next weather situation that bears down upon us here in western New York? Now, this was a generational storm. Remember, Mother Nature doesn't keep track of stuff. Mother Nature is going to do what Mother Nature does if the conditions are right. So maybe it's a once-every-20-year storm. Maybe it's going to happen again this year You have or in 2023. You have no idea what Mother Nature is going to do. Mother Nature can be um, somewhat unpredictable in the long term. What should have been done differently by individuals, meaning you? What did you learn? And what are you glad that you did? And one of the things that we learned from Jay Withy is you do what you need to do to survive, and you do it in a way that nobody can accuse you of looting or vandalism or anything senseless like that. You leave notes behind. You tell people exactly what happened and why it happened, and we're really sorry. He was going to pay for all the damage that was done, and the, the Pine Hill School wouldn't even hear of it. They, they would like, no, you're not going to do that. I mean, that's just an amazing man. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Hey, be careful, because some of the roads, um, the... Right-hand lane runs out, and you're going to find yourself having to merge unexpectedly into the left-hand lane. Be aware of that. Like Sheridan Drive, getting on the 290, if you're heading westbound on Sheridan, the right lane runs out right by the Cadillac dealership. I had to get in front of somebody. At least I used the signal. I'll grant you that. Um, And for whatever reason, if you're walking on the streets, please understand, people cannot see you when they're backing out of their driveways. And With the stuff at the end of the driveways, some people have to barrel through the end of their driveways at this point to get out. So you got to be a little situationally aware if you're walking your dogs that that car that's coming out of the driveway may be coming out at a little bit uh, hotter pace than it's used to doing. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. I'd also love to hear from anybody saved by Jay. I would love those calls on News Radio 930 WBEN. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I assure you, Josh's ears are still both intact. It is... uh Reservoir Drugs reference. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey guys, if you know of other heroes like Jay Withy, that's what it's that's why it's called a call-in show. <laughs> it's why it's called a call-in show. Uh, the reason Jay's story came to attention is because he was caught on surveillance doing a good deed. And I'm getting so much feedback about that interview, um, some of the national media are now reaching out, uh, wanting more information. And uh, joining us right now, we are lucky and to have Jay Withy's dad. Jay Withy is the 27-year-old Kenmore man who saved 24 souls at great risk and peril to himself between Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And Jay Withy Sr. is with us on WBEN. Mr. Withy, it's a pleasure to speak with you, sir. It's a pleasure to speak to you, Tom. I just want to thank you very much for letting my, you know, my son tell his story on the line or on the air So because he's such a good kid, and I love him so much. He uh, He's quite, you know, quite the... the thing that me and his mother just can't believe how good of a son we have you know we're very lucky how did you how did you do it i think we all want parenting tips from you because your son is absolutely amazing well me and my wife tried to raise him the best we could and i think we did a pretty good job uh the fruit of the tree ripened this weekend he did an exemplary job um, he 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 told us um, that one of the things you taught him was to just be kind to everybody. Can you go into that a little yeah. bit? Yes, we did. We he treats everybody with the utmost kindness. I mean, there's stories after story I could tell you about when we're out to eat. He sees somebody sitting at a table all by themselves. He tries to invite them to our table, and if they won't come, then he just pays for their meal. I mean. He goes out of his way to help people. He's very well, very well mannered. Um, we couldn't be prouder of him. Believe me. The, the other question: people he helps is unbelievable. Are you? Can, can you talk about the religious faith of your family? Well, we're Catholics, and his mother um, volunteers a lot at St. Andrew's Church, our church. Uh, she's with Marion Ministries, and she does the bereavement breakfast and all that. And he helps with, when he can with that also. I mean, like I said, he just he's just an awesome, awesome son. It, it sounds like it. Any brothers or sisters? Yes, he has two sisters. And I would imagine... Believe me, we were all worried. He gave us all gray hairs. <laughs> I've been through blizzards. I, I went all throughout this blizzard of 77 helping people, volunteered with the National Guard, so I know how dangerous it is. And I kept talking to him on the phone and telling him, please, please don't get out of your truck. Stay in the truck. 
because and then when I, he did get out, he found out what I was talking about. And when he got back to the truck, he called me and told me, you know, he, I'm back in the truck and everything's safe. But he says, you're right. You know, that's the way uh, it is out there. How frequently did your son stay in touch with you over the weekend as we speak with Jay Withy's dad, Jay oh, Withy Sr.? I called him like probably every hour um, Friday night, and I didn't sleep at all. And all day Saturday we were calling him off and on, you know, and then Saturday night I called him every couple hours because I wanted him to get some sleep. And I didn't sleep Saturday night either, but come Christmas morning I – finally went to sleep and slept like four hours but uh and we held off christmas till jay got home sir as as a christian a catholic can you talk about seeing the fruition of your loins come to full bloom on christmas eve and christmas day yeah i mean he's been taught to be the way he is and i mean you can try to teach a kid all you want some kids will get it, some some don't. Luckily, mine did, and I can't be proud enough of him. I mean, unbelievably, me and his mother both are very, very proud of him. Um, with, with good reason, sir. Um, your son is one of the most extraordinary people with whom I have ever spoken, and I don't know if you heard me mention this earlier, but... I'm going to be after the Cheektowaga town officials to make sure he is nominated for a Carnegie Hero Fund Award. He meets all of the criteria, and he saved 24 lives. As as the father of a son who saved 24 strangers' lives, what do you? What's going through your mind? That's just my son. <laughs> There's no other way I can explain it. And believe me. He doesn't care about any of this recognition. I can tell you that from my heart. He, that's the last thing he wanted was recognition. He just wanted to make sure them people were safe. No, he, he even after they were safe, he stayed there and made sure until he had everything where he felt everything would be all right. Wow, just uh, an amazing story. How about uh, how about mom? How about Mrs. Withy? Uh, what does she think about all of this? Well, she's just overwhelmed like I am. I mean, we're, we both are. D- does she want to come on with us? Um, I'm out in the car right now. She's she's at home. So gotcha. Um, but, you know, your son, in addition to being a selfless, brave, noble saver and savior of 24 lives. And, of course, you know, in the Christian faith, Jesus is the savior. Your son was the savior to 24 people in a howling blizzard over the weekend. Um, the just the, the story is just, you know, you couldn't make this up. This is the kind of thing they make movies about, I mean, in all seriousness. This should be a book. Well, his mother... When she was talking to him and he told her about the people refusing him, she says, just look at it as like when Mary was and Joseph were refused at the inns. You were refused at the inns. You got to do what you got to do. You made a manger and you saved everybody. That That's uh, a very, very apt simile, sir. Very, very apt. Um, I, I don't know what to say to you except I, I wish – I wish we all knew how to raise sons like your Jay Withy. 
how to raise yeah. children. I, we did our best, and I, like I said, I, I can't say how proud I am. Um, after all he went through, while I was home, I tried to use my tractor, and my tractor broke, and when he got home before he slept or anything else, he fixed my tractor. <laughs> where where so, do I mean, you live? Just, where do you live, sir? Uh, in in Kenmore on Sheridan Drive, right? My house is right next to his. He bought the house next to me. <laughs> oh, I see. Which was our house. <laughs> The house I live in is, was my father-in-law's. When they passed away, we had got that house, and my son bought the, the house next door that we used to live in from the family. Understood. Understood. Well, that's got to be obviously a very convenient uh, arrangement. Sometimes that works well. Sometimes it doesn't work so well. But the, well, it uh, worked good because we were able to take care of his dog. <laughs> yeah, probably a lot of dogs and cats were thinking my meal is late Friday and Saturday, but uh, hopefully they were able to weather it without uh, more than just uh, a little bit of a pining for food. The, the one thing about your son that struck many people is his wisdom. He's a very wise man. When I asked how old he was, I was expecting maybe late 30s, early 40s, difficult to tell from the surveillance shots. When he said 27, I was blown away. The wisdom, from where does it come? Well, I, I have to humbly say that the credit there is mine. I had my son in the garage with me since he's been a baby. And me and a friend of mine, I have a 56 Chevy, and a buddy of mine had a 56 Chevy, and we had him in his barn, and we were redoing them. And my son was there, and he wanted to do stuff. So finally, me and Mike said, here. We gave him an automatic transmission. He was five years old. We gave him a box of tools, and he stood there and tore this transmission apart. Then he said to me, what do I do now, Dad? I said, now you put it back together. He put that thing back together. We had no idea about anything about it. We were going to throw it in the the junk pile. And Mike's nephew ended up um, blowing a transmission, and Mike told him, you can try this one, but I don't know if it's going to work. And he put it in the car, and actually the transmission worked fine. So at five years old, for him to do that, I thought that was pretty amazing. Well, his his mechanical aptitude is obvious. I was thinking more about his his spiritual insight and his insight into humanity and his role in it. That That's what I mean by wisdom. Well, he knows that, that like his mother and me, we both try to help anybody we can, but it, he's that's more of his mother – uh, in him that he, she helps everybody at the church and everything, and she's selfless. I mean, neither one of us are in the best health, yet she volunteers and does all she can for the church. I'm on oxygen, and I still try to do what I can do. I plow all my driveways, my neighbors' uh, approaches and stuff. I live on Sheridan Drive, which when, when they plow, we got four lanes of snow in our driveway. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not the easiest. Well, Mr. Withy, uh, it is an honor speaking with you. It was an honor speaking with your son. Um, make sure your son, make sure to ask your son about a certain offer he's been given by a very prominent Western New Yorker. I texted him the information and make sure you uh, take advantage of that, okay? I will. <laughs> and I want to thank you again for doing his story for me. Oh, it, it was an honor, sir. A great honor. Thank you so much. Jay Withy. Thank you. Senior, who is the father of Jay Withy, who literally saved 24 lives Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Pine Hill School. Just 
it's an amazing story. And if, if you have other heroes, folks, I only know what you guys tell me. Now, this story just happened to percolate through to me because of certain people I know. That's why I got the story. But if, if there are other people that need to be recognized, please don't be shy. It's a call-in show. And please don't be angry at me if I haven't reported on them. If I haven't reported at, uh, on them, it's because I don't know about them. And the reason I know about them is you guys calling me. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. You ever get that feeling like you've spoken with greatness? Yeah, I've had it twice today. Once with Jay and once with his dad. I feel like uh, energized by greatness. I really do. Uh, let's get to the calls on WBEN. And how many stations will be playing U2? Like multiple times. Yeah. Uh, here is uh, Marina in uh, Alcott. Marina, hello. Thanks. You're on WBEN from the shores of Lake Ontario. Yes, from the shores of Lake Ontario. Uh, I will tell you, is being up here where we hardly got any snow um, and our electric went out for 20 minutes, how helpless um, I ended up feeling listening to all of and, and reading everything on Facebook and the news. I had, <clears throat> excuse me, read one thing about a man who was uh, couldn't walk well and he was stuck in his vehicle out over in Clarence and he had been there for hours on end, 19 hours and it was more of a remote area, and he couldn't get anywhere. Somebody had walked up and gave him, gave him a bottle of water. Um, but other from that, he was stuck there. So I reached out to my husband and told him, since he was originally from the Clarence area, find out from anybody you know if they have a snowmobile, they can go get him. And then I put it on Facebook, and I tagged a couple of people, um, and it took a number of more hours before someone was able to get out to save him, but they did. They, they were able to get him over by a um, nearby church. So oh, thank was, God. Okay. Yeah, I, I would just I became frantic thinking my somebody is out there in this, and there's absolutely nothing that we can do. Um, you can't go out in that weather. It's just, you, you know, like that, uh, the 27-year-old, man that uh, your show is, is about is um, that that's, it's so dangerous and that he was able to do that. I, he had protection around him, absolutely. There's no doubt about it, um, to be able to do that and save all those people. Um, no, to be then, to be young and in the peak of health, um, <laughs> and I don't yeah. doubt I don't doubt some divine intervention in that uh, situation. I, I wish it had been for everybody. But the, uh, the the gentleman who also saved dozens of people with the snowcat is uh, Richard McNamara, who is the father of the very beautiful Caitlin McNamara, with whom I used to uh, to work. She's the mother of Remy the pit bull. Oh, <laughs> and I don't work with Caitlin anymore, so she can't go to HR. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my what I did see, you would ask about other people. I did see that my uh, one nephew, Sean Laros, he um, actually got together with some of his buddies. They were on the news, and they had gone out on Christmas Day, and he took his son, Sean Jr., with him, and they went out and rescued, um, um, from what I remember in the, artic uh, the article in the news cap, is, was about 50 people. And so they went out there on Christmas Day and uh, were getting people left and right and getting them to safety. So there are, I'm sure, many stories out there that people had just 
I yeah, want to hear them. People had done that, and I, I will tell you the the helplessness and reading the stories of the people that had passed away and at somebody's doorstep, and they were found on the snowbank, and you know, and that twenty two year old uh, young woman. I was just devastated yesterday. I just, I, it just completely threw me. I was an emotional mess. And all I could think of is in this region up here, what we don't do and what we might need to give some great thought to is creating some type of a workbook, pamphlet, some type of something that in schools we're teaching these kids this. So as they get older, they become adults. They know how to survive and what to do, but also what not to do. But that might take some time away from teaching them that even if they're a boy, they might be a girl. That's the new priority in education, you know. No, I know. Yeah, that's the whole thing is let's remove that and put in survival skills and knowledge that they need to live. You know, I went through the blizzard of 77 also. I was a teenager, so I'm older. Um, and you know, I, I remember the stories of fi- that they would find people in the snowbanks and in the cars and it happened again, all these years later, there's no reason that we're not teaching our people in this region or any region where things are going on, you know, that they are, live in the cold region, Minneapolis here, Canada, um, Ohio, Pennsylvania, we need to be teaching this. Uh, that's and, that's and really not a, knowing it. that's really a great idea. I know the scouts um, do a lot of that. The military obviously does a lot of that. But uh, everybody should have some basic uh, survival skills, starting with um, some common sense. Uh, and, and starting when they're children. Indeed, uh, Marina uh, Lieros, are you the Ted's people? My grandfather started Ted. Ah. Yes. <laughs> All right. His name is Naples right now, though. Yeah, cause married name. Gotcha. Well, uh, yeah. thank thank you for bringing us the hot sauce. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. Appreciate the call, Marina. All right. Her sure. grandfather started Ted's, which is a Western New York institution with locations elsewhere in the country. Uh, it is Bowerly on News Radio nine thirty WBen. You never know who's going to listen. You never know who's going to call. If there's a hero we need to know about. Please call. And what did you learn from the storm? What did you learn from the blizzard of 22? And your own personal storm story. Maybe you were stuck at home without power. Maybe you were stuck on the road. Maybe you got rescued. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.